0: And welcome to this Breaking the Barrier Mini. If you're new to the podcast, a mini is exactly what it sounds like. It is a mini episode that either supplements one of the latest episodes or it's something that I've experienced throughout my week, my day, my journey, uh, and it supplements basically the podcast and it's a little extra time for me to talk about something that matters. So in this particular mini, I'm going to talk a little bit more about weight training. So of course in the latest episode with Zach, we spoke about weight training, how to get into it what some of the methods of weight training are, the difference between weight and strength training, that sort of thing. So today I just want to delve a little bit deeper into that. So this episode, this mini episode, might be a little bit longer than a normal mini, but it's also geared toward you technical gurus out there that really want to know a little bit more about everything that we talk about. So in this case, specifically, weight training and what exactly the fundamentals of weight training are. So again, we touched on it on the last episode, so I'm just gonna go into a little bit further detail on some of the things that we touched on. So, firstly, when you weight train, when you strength train, you are obviously working your muscles. Now, to work your muscles, you have to contract your muscles. So the two types of muscle contractions are, isometric contractions, which that means that the muscle does not lengthen. So for example, pushing against a wall. And an isotonic contraction, which means the muscle shortens and lengthens. And the shortening phase is called the concentric contraction. And the lengthening phase is the eccentric contraction. So for example, if you're doing a dumbbell arm curl, where the muscle shortens as you raise the dumbbell, that's the concentric contraction. As you lengthen your arm to lower the dumbbell, that is the eccentric contraction. So those contractions are basically what give you sore muscles and those are what makes up your rep. So your rep, again, a rep is a repetition. A certain amount of repetitions, a certain amount of reps makes up your set. So for example, one chin-up, or one squat, or one arm curl, that is a repetition, that's a rep. A set is the selected number of those repetitions before you rest. So 10 repetitions, 10 reps of arm curls is one set of arm curls. The rest, that's the time between sets. And if I go into a, a further explanation of certain types of reps, you have your one rep maximum. So that's basically your personal best or the most you can lift one time or one rep for any one exercise. For example, your one rep max on your bench press could be maybe 225, 225 pounds or about 100 kilos, and and that would be something that you can work up to or work backwards from to figure out what your rep range should be. So there are a few different types of weight training and strength training routines that you can follow, and depending on the routine that you choose, that's gonna dictate what sort of rep scheme you use, what sort of rest you use, how many sets. So firstly, there is strength training. So strength training uses the most amount of weight with the least number of reps or repetitions. And with that, you're going to have a longer rest between each set. So for example, you might do something like four to six reps and have a three to four minute rest in between sets. That's gonna help you gain strength. It's not gonna necessarily help you gain aesthetics or size but it will help you gain strength. Size will most likely come with nutrition. Speaking of size, we have hypertrophy or muscle size training which utilizes lighter weights and more repetitions with a little bit less rep time. So, for example, for me, when I'm trying uh, when I'm trying to get slightly bigger, I will go with something around 12 to 15 reps and three sets, and I'll, I'll I'll rest maybe a minute, maybe a minute and a half in between each set, but not much longer. If you're going into strength endurance. Then you're going to use less weight again. This is where you move into something like circuit training, so that endurance, the stamina of your muscles. So you're going to move with more repetitions and even less rest. So you might do 15 to 20 reps and 30 seconds rest. Or if you're doing a circuit, you might do whatever the 12 to 15, 15, 20 reps, and then move straight on to the next exercise in that circuit. And then finally, we have power training, which involves lighter weights, longer rests while concentrating on the speed of the lift so for example a clean and jerk or a push press something like that that gives you a lot of power in those explosive movements those are great for athletes who want to have that edge to take off as fast as you can that explosive training really a really great thing to work on I recommend using all of these types of training in your strength and weight training Routines just because variety is the spice of life, of course. And the more that you, the more difference you have when you lift, the better results you'll get. So you're going to be a more well rounded athlete. So if I were to break down all of that stuff, if I'm using, say, if I'm working on a one rep max, right? So I'll start from there. I'll start there and I'll work backwards. So theoretically, if I have a one rep max of about, say, For a bench press, say 70 kilos or 160 pounds, we'll say your strength routine would be on a bench press 140 pounds with two sets of five reps with 180 seconds rest in between, so three minutes in between. If you're wanting to build size, you're going to use maybe 120 pounds with a rep scheme like 3 times 10 to 12 reps and rest for about a minute. If you're going to look for strength endurance, you'll take 100 pounds and do 3 times say 15 or 20 reps with 45 seconds rest. And if you're going to do power and explosiveness, you're going to go say 90 pounds 3 times 8 reps with maybe two minutes rest in between. So the purpose of power is to make sure that you completely rest. You're not trying to burn yourself out. It's the same with uh, an explosive sprint routine. You're sprinting for like 30 or 40 meters as fast as you can, and you're taking three or four minutes to rest because the next time you do that, you want to make sure that you're completely at your best and you have completely recovered. So, in terms of that one rep max, basically, if you want to take your one rep max the way that you can figure out your repetition range, generally, if you take 100% of your one rep max, say that's 160 pounds, that's one rep. 85% of that, that's probably going to give you about six to eight reps. 65% of that is going to give you somewhere between 12 to 15 reps. 60% of that is going to give you... 15 to 20 reps. That's your. That's the kind of thing that you can look to to sort of establish what your weights should be. Don't start out working on your one rep max right away. Get used to weightlifting first before you get into that. So that's your rep schemes. That's your sets. That's your basic number of reps and sets that you want to work on for certain types of things. So the types of exercises, now I did touch on this a little bit on my episode with Zach, you have compound exercises and you have isolation exercises. So compound exercises are the ones that involve more than one joint and usually there are several large muscle groups that are helping out. So for example, your squat, your deadlift, your seated cable row, your lat pull down, your pull ups, those all, and your bench press, those all kind of are the king of compound exercises. They use multiple muscle groups to help and they're great for building a base. Isolation exercises are exercises involving usually just the one joint and it targets an isolated muscle group. So for example, a dumbbell arm curl or the leg extension machine or the pec deck, something like that, even side laterals for your shoulders. Those are all isolation exercises and they are specifically two work on those muscles. Great for aesthetics. You can use them for strength, but if you're looking just for strength, I'd look at forming a majority of your workout with compound exercises. So just a couple of terms that I think would be also useful for you when you're talking about weightlifting and going to the gym, and if you hear these terms thrown around, you'll understand what they mean. So we spoke about full body training, so that's training all your major muscle groups in a session. Splits. So a split is basically, a split system is an alternating session for your muscle groups. So basically, in other words, if I'm doing a four-day split, maybe Monday I'm working chest and biceps, Tuesday I'm working back and triceps, Thursday I'm working my shoulders and calves, Friday I'm working my legs, and that's my four-day split, and I'd start again on Monday. Splits can come in all shapes and sizes. Sometimes myself, I do anywhere between a four and six day split, just depending on what I'm working on. If you're working solely on strength, you might do a two or three day split. If you're working on aesthetics, it might be a four to six day split. And you're just basically splitting your muscle groups between those days, which is what that means. Progressive overload. Progressive overload is a great way to improve your strength, your size, your aesthetics, your lifting. Basically, that means as you go, you're progressing and you're overloading more and more. So in other words, if I start out at a certain weight for a set, number set one, each set after that, I might try to A, either increase my reps or B, increase my weights. So that's progressive overload. And that leads into periodization, which is progressing or cycling phases of your training over a set of time in order to achieve results at a scheduled date or time. So for example, you might during marathon training just use strength training. Once marathon season is over, you might use that part of the year for maintenance or aesthetics even. A certain part of the year might just be preseason or postseason. And you can you can basically divide it into as many different things as you want. For me specifically, I generally will divide my year into strength, aesthetics or hypertrophy, in terms of muscle growth, and maintenance. So those are my three times of the year. Uh, supersets. So supersetting is the practice of exercising two opposing muscle groups in quick succession. So basically the reason that you're going to do that is you're going to stimulate muscle growth and provide rest in either group, you know, after each set. So for example, you might do a set of push-ups followed immediately by some pull-ups. So that's your chest and back. Or with your arms, you might do bicep curls followed immediately by tricep extensions, that sort of thing. Really, really great to shock your system. Really, really, really a good tool in the weight room. Then you have compound sets, which is similar to supersets, but the difference is you're working the same muscle group right after the – right after – you're working the same muscle group for both sets. For example, you might do a set of like a bench press and then a pec tech fly, or you might use a tricep pushdown down followed immediately by a tricep kickback. And this is just a way to push your muscle a little bit farther so it recruits extra fibers and helps you get some extra growth and some extra strength. A pyramid set. Now a pyramid set is basically a set that progresses from lighter to heavier weights. A reverse pyramid is a set that basically does the same thing but from heavy to light. So basically, for example, you might do something like with a dumbbell curl, you might do 20 pounds at 10 reps, followed by 30 pounds of eight reps, followed by 40 pounds at six reps. These are generally normal sets where you will have some kind of rest between each of those sets, but you don't have to. And in terms of a bigger set that you don't have rest, there's something called a drop set. So a drop set is like a reverse pyramid but with these there's absolutely no rest. So for basically a drop set you're looking at say 40 pounds 6 reps, 30 pounds 8 reps, 20 pounds 10 reps and you just keep going for three or four sets one right after the other and that's just a really great way to build your intensity. So those are some basic terms and basic logistics of weight training. I know this mini was a little bit longer than it normally would be, but I thought it would be a really good supplement to that last episode that you can get a little bit better of an idea of the different types of weight training, the different aspects of weight and strength training. And there's so much more to it than that, but these are the basic fundamentals. And as always, if you have any questions about anything, reach out on the Breaking the Barrier community group on Facebook or send myself or Zach a message on Facebook or Instagram at Breaking the Barrier Podcast, and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. So, look, thanks so much for listening to this Breaking the Barrier Mini. It's been an absolute pleasure. This has been the podcast that helps you go above and beyond what you ever thought possible, and I will catch you next time.